When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the latest in reality TV and pop culture. I am trying fervently to look directly into my camera because I've been spiraling. I didn't know if you know this. Do you know that you can watch the show on YouTube? You can watch the show on YouTube. All you got to do is type in uh, Morgan's Pop Talks. And if you would like to consume the podcast that way, go for it. But I got a comment on my Instagram page last week. I posted a clip. I don't know. It was probably about Kyle and Mauricio. Like, let's be 100% honest. But they were like, stop reading the script for the love of God. It's distracting. I was like, okay, Susan, this is a 45-minute podcast. You think I can memorize the whole entire thing? So when I can make eye contact, I'm going to try. Anyways, half of you are in your car listening to this like, Morgan, what are you talking about? Okay. Hi. How you doing? How's it going? It was a slow news week, wasn't it? But still some juicy stuff up in her to get into. I want to give you a little visa journey update while I have you here. So as you know, David, my lovely British South African trying to get his visa. Last I told you, we got our paperwork approved. So that took a year and one week. Step one, okay, out of this like 10-step process. Now, the good news is that nothing will take that long, um, but we're in the middle of waiting for what's called our NVC number. It's the National Visa Center. Once he gets this number, he'll be able to um, schedule a medical exam, schedule an interview at the U.S. Embassy, and I don't know like what exactly the interview is like, but I've heard that they like grill you, you know, interrogation style, like what toothpaste does she use, you know, which he knows the answer, Crest, all day, every day. So I have no qualms about the interview process. It's just wild. It is a scene straight out of a movie. But anyways, we're still waiting on that NBC number. And it's been about six weeks. I mean, luckily for us, we very strategically plan, you know, when we're going to see each other. And David, he does go back to London uh, next week. But technically, since we got our approval on June 1st, they told us, or June 2nd, they told us uh, the MVC number could take 30 days. It could take 90 days. So by the time he goes back, we'll have been about halfway through. So, I mean, in the span of like, three to five months, I could be a married gal. Can you believe it? Can you believe that? So we're getting closer. Another thing I want to touch on without actually getting into it on the podcast, can I just say I'm loving The Bachelorette? You heard me right. You heard me right. I mean, before this season, my name was like Morgan hates The Bachelorette talks. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. And it wasn't just The Bachelorette. It was the Bachelor franchise. We haven't had a good season, I think, since Claire and Tasha's season. Um, and, you know, I always complain. 
about The Bachelor being two hours long when I had this realization that I complain about The Bachelor being two hours long, but I have absolutely no problem spending 100% of my free time and literally not even just free time, anytime that I'm not working, watching every single one hour episode of Love Island for two months straight. You know, like I cannot complain about watching a two hour episode of The Bachelor when I watch Love Island for an hour every single night for the entire summer, but I'm loving it. I think Charity's doing a great job. I think she has a great group of guys. Um, So I'm really having fun doing the Bachelor Brain Dumps, which as you know, come out every Friday uh, on the Patreon. You can subscribe below. It's $3 a month. It's like pocket change to support your girl. And of course, we have lots of other Bachelor Nation news this week that we're going to get into on the Bachelor Brain Dump. Katie Thurston is extending her reality TV career. Claire Crowley is pregnant. So lots to discuss. But let's get into the pop three. These were the three biggest headlines in reality TV this week. Kim and Croy. Oh, my God. I don't even I don't even have words to formulate on a podcast about what in the heck is going on with Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. I mean, we have been following this from the beginning. And what did I say from the beginning? This has been a roller coaster, the Croy coaster, the Kim coaster, whatever it is that you want to call it. It's a roller coaster that I never wanted to get on. I have wanted to get off this coaster from the moment it started down the track. It's truly traveled faster than a speed of light because as quick as I was able to wrap my head around the fact that Kim and Croy were getting divorced, all the drama that came with it, now they're not. Now they're not. And just like that, now they're not getting divorced. I mean, what? We had two deep dives on it. It's been in the pop three probably for four or five weeks now, and now they're not. We've heard the 911 call. We've now seen body cam footage from when cops were called to the house on May 2nd. But a source tells Us Magazine that they're getting along. So Kim called it off. I promise you guys, I'm not making this up. This is how it's written out in these articles. But they said, uh, tomorrow might be different. So as of, uh, we have literally had to take this day by day. And as of tomorrow, tomorrow might be different. But as of right now, they're not getting divorced. So the couple apparently decided to give their marriage another try for the sake of their children. Despite having a good amount of drama to use for the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kim is reportedly not planning to be a series regular again. Now, she did make a cameo on this season of Atlanta. And I got to be honest. I got to be honest. And it pains me to say this. It does. I'm off the Real Housewives of Atlanta at the current moment, which is sad because, you know, when it hits, it hits. But right now it's just not hitting. And there's too much to watch. There's too much to watch. You know what is hitting? The Real Housewives of Orange County. That's a conversation for a different day. Maybe I'll do it in extra pop next week. Anyways, even though they're all good on the divorce front, they have lawsuits 
all over the place. So they're now facing a lawsuit from Landmark Community Bank after allegedly defaulting on a home loan. Remember last week I told you Kim wasn't paying her Target card. This week they have a lawsuit from Landmark Community Bank. The couple reportedly owe over $200,000 for a home equity line of credit they took out on their Georgia property. Despite extending the maturity date on the debt, the couple apparently failed to make monthly payments with the last payment made in October of 2022. The bank determined that the line of credit in May this year, saying the couple defaulted under the terms of the agreement, they terminated it. I'm sorry, I don't know if I said that, but the bank also says that Kim and Croy refused to accept the notice of termination. You guys, I say this with love in my heart, love and light in my heart, as I always do, because I love Kim and Croy. But they just kind of sound a little bit like con artists at the current moment. And we'll leave it at that. Let's move. There's nothing like the feeling of being confident in your own skin. It's something that I have struggled with in the past, which is why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best with no complicated routines, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. Right now, I'm using the OS1 Eye Topical Supplement to help strengthen and firm the skin around my eyes. So far, I've noticed it has improved hydration and improved firmness. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support the show and tell them I sent you because I love you like a sis on to Sonia and Luann and Craig and Austin. What? What? Did you guys catch this? Because I feel like this flew under the Bravo radar a little bit. I don't know if it's that people are just kind of over anything that involves Craig and Austin at the current moment. But Sonia and Luann, Sonia and Luann, you know, their new show, Welcome to Crappy Lake, premiered this week. And it was incredible. Honestly, I loved it. I loved it. It I'm a sucker for a good lighthearted laugh, you know, and that's what this is. It's the simple life with Sonia and Luann. And, you know, I think Bravo was really quick to pull the plug on our girls, the Real Housewives of New York. And I understand, you know, I under, I do understand the decision to reboot. I was hopeful for the Roni legacy because I feel like these ladies are icons, legends, the moment. Um but, you know, we're getting the ultimate girls trip. We're getting crappy lake, I guess, to kind of tide us over or whatever. But um, with the new premiere always comes a Watch What Happens Live appearance. So Sonia and Lou went on Watch What Happens Live and they started talking about Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. Luann was talking about Austin saying we hung out once at BravoCon and we kind of exchanged phone numbers. We swapped phone numbers. And then Sonia chimes in and she's like, they swap spit, you know, in typical Sonia fashion. Um, and she said she had a tete-a-tete with Craig. Am I the only one who has no idea what that means? What's a tete-a-tete? I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. I'm assuming it means like a kiss, maybe like a sloppy kiss, a tete-a-tete. That's what it sounds like. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, but Austin and Craig responding to the claims. Craig says, no, we haven't kissed. 
Haven't seen her in five years. He said on his podcast, Pillows and Beer, Sonia has always been a funny friend to have. She's aggressive. She's a bundle of fun. But no, Sonia and I have not kissed. Sonia was just having fun on Watch What Happens Live. Uh, the last time that Craig and Sonia were on Watch What Happens Live together was with when he was still with Naomi. So whenever Sonia said this, I was like, wait a second, at BravoCon, if that was this year, that would mean that something was happening with Craig and Paige. But I guess this, they were referring to something that happened a long time ago, and this would have been when Craig was with Naomi. Now, Austin said that he did not recall exchanging numbers with Luann. He says, I would have remembered. She easily could be confusing me with somebody else. I mean, I think that Luann is gorgeous. Um, and that he said, like, slide into the DMs. Look. I believe that Sonia and Luann live in their own world. And if they want to believe that Craig and Austin were trying to hook up with them at Bravo, like that is their truth. I have no idea if it really happened or not. None whatsoever, but they're going to stick to their truth. I have never seen two women snag more men than Sonia and Luann. And I'm trying to figure out, is it a shtick or are they really grabbing these men? I mean, in the second episode, Sonia was going home with, I think his name was Richard, that she met at the Honky Tonk to, to the Benton Motel and Welcome to Crappy Lake. And I'm like, is this part of their character, you know, to be these women that just snag all the dudes? I have no idea. I have no idea, but it's Luann and Sonia's world and we're just living in it. All right, let's move on to our third and final headline in this week's pop three, Vanderpump Rules filming updates. Emmy nominated. Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. Emmy nominated for Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program and Outstanding Picture Editing for an Unstructured Reality Program. That one, the second one was for a specific episode. I believe it was the glamping trip. So just raise your glasses high. This one's for you. I don't have a glass tonight. I have this random cup of water and we're raising it high because we love Vanderpump Rules. Congratulations to all of us that have been watching from season one who had to endure uh, seeing Jax Taylor steal sunglasses in Mexico. For those of us who had to endure James Kennedy waterfalling fireball down his face and then going, whoa. To all of us who had to endure Katie during her orange year or her orange hair years, you know, the it's my birthday meltdowns every single year. Congratulations. I feel like we have been nominated for an Emmy and hopefully they win. So what's going on with the cast of Vanderpump Rules right now? Tom Sandoval has entered the building. He's been seeing me. He's been seen filming a couple different scenes here and there. Guess he didn't last long on special forces, which will be just see. I'm reserving my judgment, but I have a feeling that Tom, Tom Sandoval is not going to last long on special forces. It will be amazing to see, but We've seen footage of him filming with Tom Schwartz, and now we're hearing that he and Ariana were under the same roof, um, that the whole cast was in West Hollywood at Sir on Tuesday. James Kennedy was DJing. Tom and Ariana was there. Tom Schwartz was there. Katie Maloney and Sheena Shea was there as well. Sources on the scene tell TMZ that Lisa Vanderpump was there too, hosting a dinner for the whole gang. Hosting a dinner for the whole gang who hate each other. At Lisa Vanderpump was trying to get everybody together. Like, let's be honest. Um, scene from that night was Sheena and Sandoval having a heated conversation outside yelling about Raquel. I think at some point in season 11 of Vanderpump Rules, Sandoval and Ariana, they have to talk on camera. 
They have to. And I know it's probably a boundary that Ariana does not want to cross right now. She doesn't want to think about crossing that boundary right now. And at this current moment, she doesn't have to because she's busy cashing in on batteries and trash bag endorsements, you know, getting ready for Dancing with Stars, hosting emo nights, dancing on tables, as she should. It is her God-given right to take the trash out and make triple figures doing it. It is her God-given right to dance on tables at emo night. But you want to be nominated for more Emmys, more outstanding reality TV unstructured programs? You got to make it outstanding. How do you make it outstanding? It's not by keeping the whole entire cast separated for 15 episodes. Doesn't make for good TV. You got to continue to surprise the audience, to shock the audience. It has to have shock value, right? Otherwise, we're going to be bored, boring. Ariana, we know you can do it. We'll give you a couple weeks and then just unleash on him like you did at the Vanderpump Rules reunion. We will be here for it. We need the shock value, which is what I believe is going on with Kyle Richards right now at this moment. So it seems like a good time to pivot into our deep dive. Every single today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen with Factors. No prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash pop talks 50 and use code pop talks 50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Week on the Instagram at Morgan P. Talks, I open up the deep dive submissions to you. What do you want to know more about now? I'm going to be transparent with you. The majority of you wanted to deep dive on Love Island, and we are going to get to it. However, it's not going to be the deep dive this week because I know that not everybody is watching Love Island UK, and you know there's just a core few of us, but I'm still going to do it for you guys. Don't worry. But first, we're going to get into Kyle and Mauricio updates. First of all, why can no one come up with a name for this scandal? It's not coming to any of us. It's impossible to think of. There's no puppy gate. There's no scandal. Kyle and Mauricio split rumors, Morgan Wade rumor. Like, we got to workshop it, but we're tired of coming up with these nicknames for scandals. We, our creativity, poof, gone out the window. So, anyways, think about it. But the past two weeks, we have been through every rumor, every statement, every wormhole that you could possibly go down when it comes to Kyle and Mauricio. But I think what we need to do right now is go down the actions of the players involved. Because I think what particularly Kyle is doing is saying a lot without actually saying anything. So I talked about this on the Patreon on Monday um, a little bit, but we got news that they're picking back up the cameras for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to film whatever the heck is going on with Kyle and Mauricio at the current moment. You should know that not all of Bravo's shows are produced by the same production company. 
there's a couple different ones that produce the shows. For example, Summer House is produced by Truly Original. I believe so are The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's important to note that The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is produced by Evolution. Do you know what other Bravo show Evolution produces? It's Vanderpump Rules. Okay. So just simmer on that little conspiracy theory for a second. You know, there's no Lisa Renna this season. There were no press leaks or anything to really gas up the drama, personal storylines that have been in the headlines this upcoming season of Beverly Hills. But now, all of a sudden, we're going to watch this next season of Beverly Hills through the same lens of how we did with Scandaval. What is going on between Raquel and Sandoval? But this time it's going to be what is going on with Kyle and Mauricio. We're going to be invested in every single one of these episodes looking for clues. They'll edit it this way from the beginning because obviously they all know now. I'm assuming they haven't edited the show yet. I heard it's coming out in November. So I just feel like this is kind of transparent as to what's really going on here, especially when Kyle asks for privacy while they work on things. And then you see her pumping her own gas. And TMZ just happens to be pumping their own gas at the same time. Kyle Richards has personal assistants that can pump her own gas. You know what I'm saying? Timing is sus. Then you see Kyle Richards out at Craig's with Teddy Mellencamp. And if you know anything about paparazzi, Craig's is like the go-to place if you want to be seen. She's driving away in her SUV with the window down, answering questions from paparazzi. Do you think that if Kyle Richards really wanted privacy, she would be making sure that TMZ knew when and where she was pumping her gas, would go out to Craig's that's just filled with paparazzi at all times, would be driving away from those paparazzi with the windows down, but please respect our privacy. It's not happening. It's not happening. You know, and then the paparazzi asked Kyle about the matching tattoo with Morgan Wade. And she says, I have matching tattoos with Teddy, who's sitting in the passenger seat laughing it up. You know, we get this page six article this week of Morgan and Kyle walking around together. Kyle comments on it and says, no, actually, this is from April and Morgan wasn't even in California, which I understand clearing that up. But, you know, I've said from the beginning that something feels off with this. And all of this just kind of confirms my feelings. And I said this at BravoCon where I do believe that in this scope of reality TV, that things really do happen. I do believe that Scandaval happened and the fallout from that was entirely real. However, let's take the Schwartz and Raquel storyline. I believe that there are times in reality TV land where something does happen, but then it's exaggerated to make a good TV show. Okay. I think the Schwartz and Raquel storyline was headed down that path. I feel like this Kyle and Mauricio and Morgan Wade saga is also heading down that path. And I remember having that feeling when I was at BravoCon, when I was at the taping of the Watch What Happens Live, where for the first time, you know, because normally you're sitting on your couch, you're digesting it, you love the drama, you love whatever, you believe, you know, these people's realities. 
But when I was at BravoCon and I was watching it happen in real time, I just felt that it was a, a little bit put on. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Like I understand at the end of the day, they're making television. This is the point I was trying to make with Sonia and Luann. It's a little put on, right? They're characters. They have to play up their character arches. Otherwise, it just makes for boring television. I was talking to my friend, Mick. Shout out, Mick. Because I couldn't exactly put my finger on what I didn't believe about this story about Kyle and Mauricio. And my friend Mick said to me that Kyle hates not being perfect. And that really struck a chord with me because that's it. First of all, I don't think that she would cheat because A, it doesn't seem in her character. I know that things happen in life. Um, but also, I think she wouldn't cheat because she knows the optics. She knows that people would turn on her. People don't like cheaters. Look at Tom Sandoval. So now I, I don't believe that Kyle cheated on Mauricio. I do believe that they were having problems in their marriage. They were together for 27 years in Hollywood of all places. I mean, you know, Bethany Frankel got on her TikTok high horse, which she typically does. Although I have to say, you know, I've said this from time to time, no matter what you think about Bethany Frankel, I have an appreciation for someone who will just get out there and say their opinion and, and they don't care what anybody else says about it. So I respect her in that sense. Um, you know, Bethany Frankel gets out there and says being together for 27 years in Hollywood is an accomplishment. And I agree. I agree. So now like maybe they're doing some type of damage control. You know, they're seeing they've been seen out together, Mauricio and Kyle, you know, our, our girl, Sam Bush, I saw on her Instagram story, she said, you know, they're much more in control of their narrative, Kyle and Mauricio, which is hundred percent correct. But now we're getting these us weekly articles, um, saying they almost ended their marriage, but after the split news broke, they decided to give their relationship some more care and are building back up their foundation. They really want to make it work. Okay. Kyle Richards has denied having an inappropriate relationship with Morgan Wade. She says, we're very good friends. Just a rumor. Or when the paparazzi asks, is it just a rumor? She says, yes. And when you think about it, I mean, Kyle historically has had close relationships with other women, Teddy in particular. You know, she, she really loves her BFFs. So I'm always very careful about what I deem, you know, fake or whatever in the reality TV world. And like I've said, I think Scandaval is real. I think that there are issues with Kyle and Mauricio. I think there is some truth to it. Um, but you know what else I think is probably just as important to a reality TV star as their marriage, their job security. And we'll leave it at that. Last but certainly not least, let's talk about Love Island, baby. Love Island UK for our final thoughts. Now, I know some of you are watching this. Some of you are not. If you're not, like you should be. Just start like three or four episodes before Casa Amor and you will be good. Um, a little sidebar, you know, mom and dad, Davide and I can sue announced their split not too long ago. But I did see that they were both at the Barbie premiere in Leicester Square in London. So fingers crossed that they like fell back in love. There are real life Barbie and Ken, our Turkish delight and our Italian stallion. Anyways, okay. 
So I also know that if you're streaming it on Hulu Live, you're a couple episodes behind. So I'm just going to talk about the episodes that I've seen and we'll get into it. So I just got through the Casa Amor recoupling. We have four singles come out of that situation. Katie, Scott, Jess, and Ty, which was the major shocker with Tyreek. We'll get to that. But the new couples are Molly and Zach, Catherine and Elam, Sammy and Amber, Ella and Uzi, Mitch and Abby. Here's a tidbit of information that I didn't know. Um, so you remember Mal, who got voted off with Medi. She's they've been doing like podcast tours. I should see if they come on my podcast. Oh my gosh. Why did I just think of that? Okay, anyways, I saw that one of the interviewers asked Mal, what's something that we didn't see? And she spilled the tea. She said that Sam and Jesse, Sam and Jesse, Sam, Sammy and Jess got in a full-blown flight because. Sammy said that he wasn't attracted to Jess. Like, rude. The rudest. Jess is too good for Sammy. I've always thought that. I still think that. And especially hearing this, Mal was saying that they were having a conversation, Sammy and himself, and he was talking really loud. She was like, Sammy is so loud. He doesn't know how to shut up. And he was talking to me about how he's not attracted to Jess. And Mal was like, I was feeling horrible. Like, as he was saying this, he was talking so loud. And Jess overheard Sammy say that. Why have we not seen that? I don't know. Are they trying to protect Sammy's image a little bit? I don't know. In case Sammy and Jess get back together and people have to like them as a couple. I don't know. Anyways, I think Jess is too good for Sammy. Catherine, Scott, and Elam is causing quite a stir. And let me tell you, might be an unpopular opinion, but I am firmly team Catherine. Firmly. And I will not be shaken. Listen, her and Elam are better suited. And... I think if Scott had found a connection during Casa, he would have coupled up with them. I just don't think he fancied any of them. I think that if Scott saw someone and was like, whoa, and they had tons in common, he would do the same exact thing that Catherine did. He would. And everyone's been calling Catherine and Scott out for not being that into each other. They're not that into each other. Do you really think that that couple would work on the outside? Absolutely not. I mean, I feel like we've barely seen any of them, which tells me that their content isn't that riveting. But Catherine and Elam, PB and J, it seems like they're so well suited. I mean, even from a three day stint in Casa Amor, I feel like I've got more substance out of the conversations between Catherine and Elam than I ever did with Scott and Catherine. Could be editing, whatever, but I ship Catherine and Elam. Molly, I knew Molly was coming back. I knew it. There was absolutely no way. At first, I thought it was a test to see if Zachariah would leave with her, which she, he's not going to. This is one opportunity to become an Instagram influencer. He's staying there as long as humanly possible. Uh, I I had a gut feeling that she was going to come back Casa Amor. I'm glad they're back together. I reckon they will win the whole thing. You know, they have a beautiful story arch. They're beautiful together. I think they really like each other. So we'll see. Mitch and Abby giving me Barbie and Ken vibes. But the big Casa Amor shakeup comes between Ty, Ella, and Uzi. Ty is in despair, bruv, when Ella walks back into the villa with Uzi. Mom's not test tube. Not mean. He's losing it. He's spiraling. We knew he would. We knew Ty would have a meltdown if Ella walked back into the villa with somebody else. I did feel bad for him during the recoupling. Tears in his eyes. Tears in everybody's eyes. He was trying so hard not to cry. And even in the after effects, both Ella and Ty 
Like you don't got to put on the brave face. Just cry it out. Sometimes you need a good cry in the villa. It'll do you some goods. Just let it out. You know, anyways, before Casa Amor, I don't think any of us were expecting Ella to have her head turned. We weren't expecting her to recouple, but Ella knew Uzi from the outside through a wrench into the whole system. I know this is a big assumption. It's a big assumption. And I apologize in advance if it's not true. I just kind of feel like the decision to close things off for Ty and Ella before Casa Amor was premature on Ty's part, an intentional decision that doesn't have to deal with how much he likes Ella. Do you catch my drift? I feel like he knew he was smitten. He knew he liked her a lot. He did not want her to come back coupled up with somebody else. Therefore, they're going to have this conversation before Casa. Let's close things off. Let's couple up. Let's couple up. We're going to be close off. Not going to see anybody else. Not exploring any connections. Why? Why? I think maybe he's a little insecure. I mean, she came back in, blew the lid off the place. I don't know. I just feel like it was maybe because he wanted to ensure that Ella wasn't open to anybody else in Casa Amor. I'm glad that she coupled up with Uzi. Let him sweat a bit. Let him sweat a bit. And I think Catherine is right. True love will prevail. I don't know if it's Ty and Ella. I don't know if that's true love, but we'll be seated and we will be watching. All right, you guys, thanks again for hanging out for another episode of MPT. If you love the pod, leave a review because I know you do a little love you like assist, a little five-star rating takes five seconds. It helps the show tremendously. You know, I love you so freaking much. Hang out for Bachelor Brain Dump coming out this Friday. Extra pop on Monday. Uh, the link to subscribe to the Patreon to be a part of the Secret Society. My true sisters, my one and onlys is in the show notes below. If not, I'll see you back next week. I love you. Love you like it says. Per usual. A Huda Media Production.